good afternoon, everyone. Uh, Tim Nolan here with my business partner, Joe Cuny. Uh, good morning. Hey, Joe, how you doing? I'm doing well. How are you today? I'm doing great. Hey, we are uh, Postal Blue Book Help, and uh, this is our Going Postal podcast. So welcome, everyone. Welcome, Joe. Uh, we got our great crew in the uh, studio here uh, taking care of us and getting this rolling for us. So uh, first hey, podcast. Hey, there's a first time for everything, right? That's right. This is us. We're uh, blue and red. Next time you see us, I'll probably be wearing red and you'll be wearing blue. Or white. Or you white. never know. You just never know. <laughs> you never know. So, uh, hey, how about that UPMA National Convention that we just had here in St. Louis? Unbelievable. Yeah, huge turnout, 1,100 people. Uh, we actually hosted a hospitality night, which was fantastic. I bet we had 200 guests. Yeah, easily. Uh, everybody enjoyed the food, great time. Uh, really got to meet a lot of great people that we haven't met before. We did. Uh, we've been around for a little while, but, you know, obviously haven't met everybody. So uh, it was really good to sit down and get to know people more than just in passing at seminars and those sorts of absolutely, things. Absolutely. You know, we saw a lot of familiar faces from uh, previous state conventions that we attended uh, with UPMA, but then, you know, Joe, we met a lot of new people, as you said there. Yep. Uh, great to see people from all over the country. I mean, met people from California and Oregon and Key West and Puerto Rico, Puerto Rico. We, we met a, uh, a postmaster who is on her way to the U S Virgin islands. And, uh, you know, we, we picked her brain and said, Hey, if you want a seminar for your, uh, postal employees, we raised our hand right away and said, we'll go to the Virgin islands, right? We'll be there to help. Absolutely. That's right. And, uh, so, you know, Joe, let's talk a little bit about why we decided to start this podcast, but also why we decided to start Postal Blue Book help. Yeah, no, absolutely. You know, really it was because we found a need uh, with not only postal employees, but all federal employees. Uh, from talking to them, you know, they, they, they were concerned about when they called shared services, uh, the answers that they were getting. So Tim and I, through that process, had talked yep. and uh, figured out that if we educated ourselves on their benefits, we really could help them. Yeah, yeah, and you know, one of the things I think we were uh, we were in a uh, audience with somebody talking about the the different benefits, and we had somebody raise their hand and say that they had called shared services three times. Ask the same question, talk to three different people and got three different answers. It's crazy. That, you know, that just baffles me. A uh, long time ago, back when I was in corporate America, you know, the HR department would do a great job of educating you about your benefits and options. And uh, we've been really taken back by how many people we've talked to that have got incorrect information. Yep, absolutely. You know, incorrect information about your FERS pension, Fegley, uh, your health benefits, a lot of different things. Spoke to a guy yesterday, didn't know he was 66 years of age, had been there, I think 15 or 20 years and didn't realize that he could retire. He wanted, he wanted to know when they were going to let him retire. Yeah. Yeah. That's, you know, you, you're with a company for so long, you put in your heart and soul into what you do. Cause we all like to take pride in what we do and not even understanding when you can retire. And, and that you even, I mean, I've had as crazy as they didn't even know they had a pension. Right. Right. And so that's where Joe and I really decided that it was time for us to get out and start educating people about their benefits so that when the time comes that they're ready to run out the door, uh, that they're educated. 
Absolutely. Uh, and, and one thing, you know, we got to know you guys a little bit, uh, so we wanted to really introduce, introduce ourselves, excuse me, to let you guys know who we are. So, Tim, if you would start with that, that would be great. Yeah, absolutely. So, born and raised here in uh, in St. Louis, uh, the Show Me State, um, uh, married for uh, 20 years this past June to my lovely wife, Melissa, and uh, have two great, great boys, uh, Carson and Will. Uh, 16, uh, junior in high school and, uh, just a, a new freshman will, uh, at 14 years old. So, uh, you know, born and raised love, uh, love to watch our St. Louis Cardinals, right? Absolutely. You know, I think they're on the verge of, uh, potentially getting back to the world series this year. They look uh, good. They look real good. Yep. Uh, you know, and then also, uh, golf, uh, hanging out with, uh, friends and family, uh, and, and building a business, uh, we're educating people, uh, to me, that's helping people. Uh, so we really enjoy doing that as well uh, and, and traveling. And yeah. Then, of course, we like to play golf. Those of you that have met us know that Joe and I like to play golf a lot. A lot of golf. So, uh, uh, but anyway, Joe, uh, yeah. why don't you introduce so, yourself? So, uh, really similar to Tim, been married for 20 years to my wife, Crystal, together, I guess, 24 years. We have a boy, Jake. He's 15. He's a sophomore and a girl, Ella. Uh, 13, just turned 13. Uh, and as Tim knows, she's, uh, full of, uh, full of, uh, I say piss and vinegar. I probably shouldn't say that, but she is, uh, going on 30, probably 13 going on 30. Absolutely. Uh, we live out in O'Fallon, Missouri and grew up here in St. Louis. I grew up in right over the river in Illinois and, uh, really enjoy being here. Um, probably will never move according to my wife. Right. Uh, but we do like being located in the middle of the country because we really, you know, as far as work can get anywhere uh, in three hours by sure. plane. So yep. it, it makes our lives easier uh, for the people that want us to come out and educate, do seminars. Uh, you know, we can be on a plane and out and help them. Yeah. Uh, you know, within a day. Yeah. So, yeah. And we were, we, you know, we, we referenced that and we'll, we'll give you guys more information about requesting a seminar uh, in your local office here um, as part of this production. Um, but you can also go out and visit our website uh, at postalbluebookhelp.com and request that seminar. We know we talked with a lot of you uh, this past week at the national convention, uh, and we had some forms in there for you to request that seminar. But if you misplaced it or didn't get to pick one up, uh, please visit postalbluebookhelp.com uh, and request your seminar. There's no cost to you or your office. Uh, as Joe mentioned, we'll uh, we'll hop on a plane, train, automobile, whatever, uh, and come out and educate your folks about all of their benefits. Thank, uh, like, and subscribe. That's right. That's so, what we're saying. Exactly. Right? Um, you know, we talked about uh, educating. And, uh, you know, if we get into, no, we're not teachers by trade. Uh, but we do carry a designation uh, that allows us to, to uh, promote the education. Uh, talk a little bit about our FRC designation, Joe. Yeah, so we go through a pretty rigorous training program, uh, being federal retirement consultants, uh, to make sure that we know your benefits inside and out. Uh, even with our reps, I mean, Tim and I have been doing this quite some time now, but even with our reps that come in and you know help you guys out as well, 
we make sure that they're really completely qualified before they get on the phone and start helping you, which I think has been a, a huge asset to our company, making sure everybody knows the benefits inside and out before they make that first call sure. uh, to help people out. Yeah. You know, and they're, they're, guys, we're not the only shop in town. There are plenty of companies like ours around the country, right? But we hold a, a special pride close to our heart that we have that FRC, Federal Retirement Consultant designation, that is acknowledged by FINRA, which is a regulatory body that, uh, again, we had to go through the testing to understand and test our knowledge on all of your federal benefits. And, you know, I mean things like your first pension, uh, FEGLI, your life insurance, uh, FEB, your health benefit, um, the special supplement for those that are eligible for that, uh, Social Security. And, of course, probably the biggest question we get right now is about your TSP. Um, so in this podcast series, this is, again, episode one. Um, we're going to go through in each episode and talk about one of those benefits. We don't want to rush through them real quick. We want to make sure that our folks out here that are listening and watching understand what we're talking about and have a very thorough knowledge about each benefit. Uh, and I think this first episode, I think it'd be great for us to just talk about the first pension because uh, that's one of the things why people go work for the federal government, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, when I look at going back on my life, if everybody could have a pension, oh. I mean, we'd be on board with that. Yeah. You know, the only people that really have pensions anymore are federal employees and right. people in the in a, in a union, right? right? And, and teachers. And teachers, sure. right? Uh, if we could all have that, right. I mean, life would be great. But unfortunately for some of us, right, we right. don't have that option. Right. I mean, we have gray hair, but, you know. We're... <laughs> well, some of us have gray and some of us have none. Correct. Right. None. <laughs> There's some up there, right? I got a, I got a little spot missing in right. the back. Right. That's why he's leaning back like this. That's so this, right. You so guys can't see light that. right here doesn't reflect off his head like it is off of mine. <laughs> all right. Um, you know, so... Uh, Let's talk about, Joe, let's get into FERS pension eligibility. Now, we do come across some folks, a lot of you retired uh, postmasters and MPUs out there uh, may be from the SERS, Civil Service Retirement System, uh, but majority of who we're seeing at these conventions and the seminars that we're doing are from the FERS uh, system, Federal Employee Retirement System, all right? So um, let's get into the FERS uh, and, and talk about the eligibility to retire, because that's a big topic. Uh, Joe mentioned the gentleman he spoke with uh, yesterday uh, who was unaware, being 66 years old and having a number of years in service, that he was even eligible to retire. That just baffles me. Yeah, it's it's unbelievable. Uh, it just shows that the lack of education mm -hmm. uh, is out there. Now, sure. a lot of you might be educated on your benefits not to the extreme that Tim and I are, and that's what we're in place to help you guys with. But, you know, it's unfortunate that some people run into that issue. Right. Yep. Yep. So the first, you know, the first part of eligibility or the first one of the three or four ways to be eligible for mm -hmm. retirement uh, would be age 62 with five years of service. Yep. Um, so most of you have more years of service than that, but some of you get into uh, the Postal Service or the federal government a little bit later in your life. Um, so that would be the first way to qualify for an immediate annuity. I call it a pension. 
uh, but an immediate annuity. Yeah. Yeah. And, and they, they are, you guys are actually called when you retire an annuitant. Every federal employee, uh, not just postal, are called annuitants um, because the pension is an annuity, right? It's a guaranteed to pay you a lifetime income stream for the rest of your life, right? And I think sometimes people get confused between their uh, pension or their annuity and their TSP because the government says, you know, on the side of their TSP page that they you can annuitize your TSP. Right. So it gets a little bit confusing. They're two separate entities. Right. So I just want to make that clear. Yeah. Yeah. Great point there, Joe. Uh, and we'll get into TSP as one of our subjects uh, in our in one of our next episodes. Um, but let's talk about uh, the second eligibility uh, and what that is. So it's 60 years old with 20 years of service. Right, right. So 60 years old, 20 years of service, and you'll be eligible for an immediate pension annuity. Right, right? yeah. Right. Uh, and then the third one. The third way is MRA, which is minimum retirement age with 30 years of service. Yep, yep. So MRA. You know, I mean, the Postal Service, you guys have a catalog of acronyms, as does the federal government in, in itself. But MRA, minimum retirement age, which ranges anywhere from 56 years old to up to 57. So 56 in two months, four months, six months, et cetera, all the way up to 57 years old. Just depends on the year that you're born. Right. It goes by your year of birth. Uh, and then MRA plus 30 years of service, you're eligible for uh, a full retirement pension. Yeah. Right? Now- there is a, a, a caveat to that, the fourth way, if you will, uh, of MRA in 10 years. Yep. Right? Because we've had somebody, I had somebody on the phone the other day uh, who's met their MRA and they've been there 11 years. All right? But there can be, there is um, a, a, an asterisk to that. And talk about that, Joe, with MRA in 10 years. Yeah. So MRA in 10 years, what they're going to do is they're going to reduce your pension by 5% a year until you hit the age of 62. Right. And why do you think they use age 62? Because that is the age when you can first claim Social Security. Right. Right. But, you know, uh, and so the conversation that I had with this person the other day was they were, they hit their MRA, which was 57. They had been there 11 years, but their hair was on fire. They want not mine. I don't have any, but <laughs> their hair was on fire and they were ready to run out the door. Right. And I cautioned them. I said, pause, you know, let's, let's pause for a second. Let's talk about this. You know, do you want to give up 25% that 5% per year until age 62 and retire now? Right. Yep. So there is an alternative for them, right? They could defer their pension, right? Until, 62. So then essentially at 57, they've already reached the 57 and 10. They could quit, quit the five years. Right. Yeah. They could quit. And then at age 62, file their SF 3107, their retirement paperwork right. at 62 years old. Then they'd have 62 and five or more years and then be eligible for it. Now there is a caveat to that also with regards to their health insurance by quitting at 57 they won't have their health insurance. All right. So again, just from an education standpoint, folks, we want to make sure that you are fully educated about your options. And that's what we will do when we come out and do these seminars for you, um, which you can check again at postalbluebookhelp.com. But we'll come out and we'll do a full education on all these five topics for you 
uh, right in your uh, hometown. Um, we don't come to the post office. They don't allow us in there. We don't come in there. We've heard it's crazy in there too, right? Yep. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So we'll go in and we'll, we'll get a hotel or a library. Yeah. Uh, like we did in plenty, South Carolina. Plenty of space. And just to, you know, be clear on that, you guys, the, the 5% reduction or not reduction, but the 5% penalty a year, you know, 57 to 62 is five years. And then you would multiply five by five, which would be a 25% reduction out of your pension. Uh, that's a fourth of your pension. And by the time they take all the deductions out, right. your health insurance, yep. it's a huge amount of money. So would highly, highly recommend sticking it out if you can. Sure. I, I, we, we wouldn't recommend taking a reduction and, unless you're just at your, your wit's end. Sure. And uh, it'd be better off to take a deferred, what sure. I talked about. Now, again, it, <clears throat> it depends on your situation. You know, if you have a spouse that's working and that can provide the health benefits for you, you know, and you're just, your hair's on fire. You got to get out of there. Sure. And you're going to go find another place of employment. Just, you're able to quit, defer that pension. Don't pick it up until 62. Right. Right. Yep. Um, you know, so folks, we're going to have, uh, uh, feel free to go out to our website, postalbluebookhelp.com. Um, ask us questions, uh, send us an email, uh, and, and we can schedule also, if you're not ready for that seminar, uh, and you want to just have a one-on-one -on -one conversation, uh, we do one-on-one -on -one appointments via Zoom, Microsoft Teams, or simply over the phone just to answer some questions. Sure. And, you know, we failed to mention, Joe, at the beginning of this, uh, um, the seminars as well as the one-on-one uh, -on -one conversations, Zoom calls, what's the cost? What do we charge them? Zero cost. No cost, folks. Yep. So we are educational consultants. Uh, we don't charge you for helping you understand your benefits. Um, and you know, it's a, it's a great way for you to educate yourself, but also your, your staff. Well, and just to be completely transparent, you know, what company for profit company does things for free. Right. So why don't you get a little bit into that and how we actually make money? Sure. Absolutely. So we like to say we are a three-legged stool, right? We, we focus on three areas. Uh, the first area could be that we could potentially get compensated on, not by you, is if we help you when you turn 65 and you're eligible for Medicare, right? Medicare season is almost upon us here in, in October. Uh, it's the annual election period that folks can go on. Or if you're aging into age 65, right? Three months before your 65th birthday, the month of your 65th birthday, and three months after your 65th birthday, you're eligible to enroll in Medicare Parts A and B. Right. Right. Which is, uh, for postal workers, going to be a topic of discussion, as we know. Yep. Most of you probably know, but some of you might not. There's some things coming up on the horizon with that. Yep, for 2025, and uh, we're going to have a, a specific episode that we will dive into that as legislation and the rules come further towards us and, and uh you know, they, they confirm everything because there's still some things up in the air on that. But we'll have a, a specific episode, folks, that we will talk to you about so that you understand how your FEB, Federal Employee Health Benefits, and Medicare are going to work together. Yep. So we'll, we'll make sure to follow up with everyone on that uh, for sure. So that's, that's one leg of the stool. I wouldn't say that these are in any particular order. Um, but secondly, uh, life insurance. So you guys have some great life insurance, FEGLI, Federal Employee Group Life Insurance. But 
It's group life insurance. It's a term policy, right? Uh, term policies have any value to you while you're living? Renting versus owning. Correct. You want you want excuse me, rent an apartment or you want to own your home? Right. Right. Uh, so um, Fegley. So sometimes we find as our conversations uh, evolve with our clients that as they get older, every five years, your Fegley goes up in price. Correct. I mean, we've seen it, Joe, as high as when somebody's retiring and they want to keep their five times their coverage to be somewhat of four to five hundred dollars a month, which is crazy for a term. Can for a term, but also, can you think about? Let's say you have a fifteen hundred dollar a month pension, and then five hundred dollars of that is going to be for life insurance. It's not sustainable. It's not. You know? It's not. So some of the things that we talk with you folks is we say, hey, we can compare what you've paid into and or what you would pay in the future into Fegley versus something on the outside market that wouldn't go up in price and that would benefit you while you're working there still and then into retirement knowing that you're going to be on a fixed budget, right? And holds cash value. Correct. Correct. It's going to have some type of value to it. So if you think about it, and we, we'll do all the math for you, what you've paid into Fegley, whether it's beyond basic, because you guys as postal workers, you have basic for free, right, when you're working, okay? But if you have options A, B, or C, and we're not going to go in deep of those, but you're paying a pretty hefty bill. Uh, so we have solutions, and if we have one of those solutions for you and you choose to to take it, uh, we're licensed with a number of carriers, uh, and they compensate us, all right? So that's that second leg of the stool. Uh, third leg of the stool, probably the biggest one that we get questions on now, is the good old TSP. Yep. Um, how, how do I protect my money? Yeah. You know, everybody right now, the calls we're getting is first question. I'm, I'm losing money. Right. What, what do I do? Um, and we're, we're going to get in depth on that on a, a, a different episode. But, you know, we do have solutions for that as well. Absolutely. You know, there's there's a lot of different things that you can do uh, inside of that TSP. Um, and, you know, a lot of people, you think about it, if you're retiring next week or next year, you might want to protect some money. And the G fund isn't the answer, folks. That's correct. <laughs> uh, the G fund is not the guaranteed fund. Uh, it's the government bond fund. Right. Um, but there are ways that we can help you with that. So if we would help you roll over uh, any of your money uh, into another IRA, keeping it tax deferred, if it's tax deferred money, or if it's a Roth TSP, keeping it as tax free money, um, we do have solutions for that. So those three things, Medicare, life insurance, and and TSP retirement, uh, if we help you with any of those, no cost to you. Uh, the companies that we are contracted with, uh, they pay us a, a one-time compensation. Yep. All right. So we always say it in our conversations over the phone or on a Zoom uh, or when we're in our, our seminars, rest easy. We're not going to send you a bill. There's not going to be, you know, Joe's not going to be at the door of the seminar, you know, give me your credit card. Let's swipe for this. There's never a charge. Right. And, and we, we take pride in that because there are a lot of companies out there uh, that do charge for their services. Um, and blue you know, book, blue book. That yeah. Was, that was the next thing I was going to talk about. Yeah. I mean, crazy <laughs> that people are getting what they're getting to help people fill out the blue book. Right. You know, I mean, well, now we've heard that it's called a white book. Right. And I guess that's because the government just decided they didn't want to buy blue paper. <laughs> uh, but nevertheless, and, and all you retirees out there will always see it as a blue book. And probably 
anyone that's within five years of retirement, you've been with the post office for a long time, you think of it as a blue book as well. Hence our great name, postalbluebookhelp.com. And just so you guys know, you know, that when they send you that retirement paper, the blue book, as we like to call it, uh, it's 150 pages and you only need about nine of those pages. So uh, if any of you are getting ready to retire, reach out to Tim and I, uh, postalbluebookhelp.com, you know, bottom of the screen, whatever we put down there on this first episode. uh, And we'd be happy to help you fill that paperwork out free of charge. Yep, absolutely. There are, again, competitors out there that are charging. We've heard as much as $750 to fill out nine pages of paper. 15 minutes of work. Right, right. But do know that the decisions you make on that paperwork, what survivorship you want for your first pension, if you want Fagley, if you don't, uh, all sorts of those things, they're irreversible once you turn that paperwork in, okay? So that's why we want to make sure that, and we will fill it out for you, send it to you, give the instructions of what you need to do, where you need to sign an initial and notarize and all that kind of stuff uh, at no charge. Yep. Extremely important. Don't don't fill it out by yourself unless you've done it before. If you have questions and you can fill 50% of it out and you, you're not sure about the other 50%, reach out to us, guys. It just makes good business sense to make sure that you guys are filling it out properly. Yep. Yep. Well, Joe, I mean, uh, is there anything else that we should touch on on this episode or, you know, was that pretty, uh, pretty successful first episode? I think it was. Yeah. Hey guys, uh, we'd like to thank everyone for watching. Please make sure you uh, like, and subscribe here on our, on our page, Uh, go out to postalbluebookhelp.com. Let us know uh, if we can help you with anything. And for those of you that are watching that we have helped, Uh, Please also, we'd appreciate a great review on postalbluebookhelp.com. I'm Tim Nolan. Joe Cuny. We are Postal Blue Book Help, and this has been the Going Postal Episode 1 podcast. Thanks so much. We'll see you next time. Thanks, guys.